Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talbot, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode is all about income and specifically earned income versus passive income. So when it comes to thinking about income, it's interesting because not all income is the same. That's like saying I like movies. Well, what kind of movies? Horror movies, drama, comedy? Income is very similar. The way you make money is important to note because reporting all income the same way could lead you to paying taxes that are completely unnecessary. So today's episode is about the difference between earned income and passive income. But in general, there are three types of income. There's earned income, there's passive income, and then there's portfolio income. Earned income is required to contribute what I discussed in my previous episode, IRA versus Roth IRA. So what is earned income technically? Well, earned income is income you earn working a full-time job or running a business, but that does not include a rental, a real estate business, or property in most cases. Passive income, well, that's income earned from rent, royalties, and stakes in limited partnerships. So that's earned income and passive income, but today's episode, I'm also going to be talking about portfolio income. Now, that's going to be any income you receive from dividends, interest, and capital gains from stock sales. So when you realize a gain or a loss, that's when you realize a gain, that's portfolio income. That's how that's treated from a tax perspective. Earned income, the first income that we discussed, well, that's subject to the highest taxes. Earned income is great to build wealth, but in order to minimize your tax position, your wealth should be moved into passive and portfolio income streams over time. And the reason for this is because earned income is subject to your full marginal tax rate and FICA taxes, FICA. There's a few ways to reduce the tax exposure, such as running earned income through an S-corp, investing in the business, and creating deductible expenses, but the net income will be subject to high effective tax rates. So Ari, I want money. What does this mean I should change? Well, if you're young, probably nothing today, other than reinforce the great potential by investing in accounts such as Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs, so that in the future, your tax implications are lower. So keep trying to make money and increase that earned income. A funny side note is that if you're ever making too much money for a Roth IRA, don't be mad, which for this year is $124,000. There's still a ways to invest in your retirement. So that's what's called a good problem. Okay, so back to passive income. What What's that? Well, the recent trend for the last, say, 10 years has been on passive income and the benefits of having passive income. But first of all, you want to make sure, if you want passive income, that it's truly passive. If you're dealing with wash machines breaking and leaky roofs, how passive, and I mean truly passive, is that income? Because if you want to invest in real estate, well, great. I invest in real estate, but I do so through real estate investment trusts, which are known as REITs. They give exposure to real estate without privately owning them. You don't own them directly. And so you're not working with tenants to fix a dishwasher or a roof. What I would be doing is not passive income, but that's portfolio income. 
So passive income is not subject to high effective tax rates, thus the, the appeal for it. Income from rental property, rental real estate, that's sheltered by depreciation and amortization, and so that'll put you in a lower tax rate. Here's an example. Let's say you own a rental property that nets $10,000 before you amortize. Let's assume the total depreciation is $8,000, and depreciation is just a decrease in the value of an asset with the passage of time, so due to wear and tear. Let's just say you depreciate the $8,000. Well, that's going to leave you with $2,000 in net taxable income. Remember, taxable income, that's the income that you pay taxes on. It's taxable. So to show the power of passive income's tax bracket, if you were to file taxes in the 37% tax bracket, the highest as of this recording, you would be paying $740. And the, the way I got that was I took 37% of $2,000 for $740. But really, you started with $10,000. You depreciated it by $8,000. And so now that $740 that you owe taxes on, it's much lower than if you did not depreciate. But if you compare that $740 to the amount you earned, which is $10,000, you'll see that the tax rate was really 7.4%. That's $740 divided by 1000 by, by And so what you'll see is that if you had earned $10,000 in earned income, not passive income, you would have to pay $3,700, $3,700, that's 37% of $10,000, whereas passive income with depreciation, that allows you to pay $740. So that's $3,700 if you had earned $10,000 in earned income versus $740 if you had passive income. That's $2,960 that you do not have to pay in taxes. It's not taxable income. With rental real estate, you don't have to pay for depreciation each year. It's an expense that you get to claim and that's where passive income beats earned income from a tax perspective. So earned income and passive income, they both have their advantages. But speaking with a dedicated tax planner to tackle which is best for you and how to maximize your individual tax situation can save you thousands of dollars, if not more, over time. Hope you all have a great week, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.